Hi, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Advice from Hannah show. This is your host, Hannah Salazar, and as always, I love that you clicked play and that you're here right now hanging out with me. This is season two, episode 59, called Let's Talk About It shall we but before we jump into this episode there's a couple of housekeeping rules and a couple of shout outs i want to give before we start getting to the real stuff okay are you ready first of all i want to give a real shout out to real talk with lou she is another fellow toronto podcaster i was just interviewed by her i'm going to be linking it in the bio it was such a fun interview lou thank you so much if you guys want to hear real talk about a lot of things like co-parenting I talked about a bit about quarantine and she is just doing the damn thing out here and I want to shout her out and thank her for considering me to be on her show. As you may know, I love to connect with people and I had the most beautiful conversation with Mr. Rocky L out of Toronto. He does menswear and he is the flyest profile I've seen. Rocky, thanks so much for rocking with me. unintended and i hope that we'll be able to take that drink real soon all right and i have something super special one of my favorite djs ever out in miami mr slick 305 just dropped a mixtape a couple days ago and it is fire i've been bumping to it for the last couple of days and i want to commend you and applaud you for mixing it so beautifully effortlessly just as you do i'm linking it in the bio it is good vibes and slick no joke okay (laughs) when he gets on a track he tears it up and he does it the way it's supposed to you know something we actually have a new sponsor so if you're struggling with finding your passion vanessa after 17 years has found her she is now helping others build happy lives and take brave action. I've had conversations with her in the past and she sets me straight, y'all. Like, <laughs> And I'm a force, so you already know what it means when I say somebody can set me straight. She's actually extended an offer of $99 for a session. If you're an Advice from Hannah listener, all you have to do is go to www.couragecreator.com or send her a quick email at hello at Courage Creator with the subject line saying advice from Hannah deal. I know this was a super long intro, but I just had to get it done and I know you're still here listening to me and my husband is shaking his head, but it's okay. I still love him anyways. Let's jump into this episode, shall we? Okay, so I'm hesitant because I didn't want to talk about this, but being the person that I am, I feel like I need to, and we're going to talk about COVID-19. Yes, we are. I've said it, or the way Cardi says it, coronavirus! (laughs) I can't even say it properly. This has been on the radar for a lot of my podcasting friends. Everybody online is talking about it. And I've really, to be honest, I've shied away from the subject. But because you, my fellow listener, viewer, deserve the best for me, I'm going to talk about how I've been going through it, what I've been doing. And I don't like to watch the news. So don't ask me what's happening in the news. I don't like to read articles unless I personally know the person. So I was actually rummaging through the net and 
Dr. Barbara Shabazz. Shout out to you, Barb. She's out in Virginia Beach, a really good friend of this platform. She actually did an article called So the Russian Doll Effect. I'm linking it, Barb. Shout out to you. Thank you for always bringing the truth. So I'm going to reference a bit of that article. Barbara is a friend of mine. I know she knows her stuff. So this is why I'm going to reference it. But before I start telling you guys about how she kind of described what we're feeling right now, I want to tell you that this is nuts. <laughs> I don't know what the is going on. And I'm somebody that is outside my house all the time. You guys have seen me. If you follow me on the gram, you know I'm always mingling and networking with a mic in my hand on stage, doing events, going to events, hopping here, hopping there. My hair always looks fly. Like, can we keep going? I'm somebody that was struggling with this. Like, what the is happening? Um, I do know that it's a sensitive issues for a lot of people. This is a health pandemic. There are people right now like our frontline workers. So if you're a frontline worker and you're out there grinding it out and you're listening to me on your way to work, much love to you and much respect. I've been privileged enough to stay home and work from home because my job permits it to. Um, and my other job, which is hanging out with you guys. But I've been somebody that has gratefully and privileged enough to say that I can stay home and I'm not taking this for granted. Yes, I, I cry and I whine a little bit because I can't go to Starbucks. I can't get my latte. I can't go to the mall and get the shirt that I wanted. You know, I my hair is looking a hot mess. And you know, these are the things that I'm missing right now. And I want to talk to you about because I feel like they're valid. And I feel like a lot of us did or are continuously struggling, especially with the dynamic changing in your household. You know, you may have not been around the people that you live with 24 seven, you're now finding out new things about your partner, you're now dealing with your kids, you're now wondering, you know, you're being that caregiver to your parents, um, and making sure they don't go outside. God, that's what we're gonna do an episode all on that. And, you know, life looks a little different. So as much as I didn't want to touch it, I didn't want to talk about this, I have to because it's gotten to the point now that it's so in my face that I just have to, I have to talk about it. So that's why this episode's called Let's Talk About It. Um, you know, it was different for me because I have really close friends who like, kind of saw this coming. So before the everybody went crazy, I had already gone and, and like, you know, done a big haul at Costco and gotten all my supplies and things like that. So I was a little calm headed when it came to that, because I felt that it was going to impact Toronto, how where I was living in a way that it was impacting different parts of the world. What I wasn't expecting was to feel sad at one point. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a huge fan of soca. I'm a soca head. I love music, all genres. There is this festival here in Toronto called Caravana or Caribbean Festival, which is a huge festival held at the end of July, first week of August. People from all over the world come and it's a real vibe. Your girl, that is one of her favorite things to do. And that literally got canceled. I think it was a couple days ago. And for the first time during this pandemic, I was somebody that was optimistic. I was like, okay, come on changes. We're going to take this brand. We're going to elevate this brand. We're going to have Instagram lives. I'm going to be able to do so many things. And I was somebody that I'm still looking forward to a lot of projects that I'm finally developing. But for the first time, it hit me. 
it hit me that I was going to probably be inside for a couple months and I cried. Yeah, I sat in my bed and I cried and my husband looked at me and I think he didn't even know what the hell to do because I was crying over a festival. But it hit me that so many things have been impacted because of this. And that's when I decided to get on the mic and do this with you guys because if it took me three weeks to feel, to feel it. I'm sure that people are starting to feel it now or people are out of the woodworks or some people are still thriving and, and you know, having to go to work and, and panicking about these things. And that's when I saw Barbara's article and the things that she was explaining was exactly how I was feeling. Yes, it was a festival that did it for me. Um, because again, my, my view of things didn't really change as much because I'm still working full time, because I'm still bustling and hustling during the week. Um, it hadn't changed my view and my scope so much, but right now I'm like, okay, well, this is my new normal. And I guess now I've had the time and the space to actually articulate on how I wanted to go by this time and how to speak to you guys about it. So the rush, she called it the Russian doll effect, which is basically the, the different three different effects that you go through when you're grieving. So right now, this pandemic or coronavirus, um, as Cardi says, has us grieving in three different steps. So the first one is loss of routine. A lot of you felt that right off the bat. I know some of my friends that are moms and, and things like that. Shout out to all the moms out there. I've, shoot, I have no idea how you guys are doing. But, you know, I commend you for being home 24-7. Like your schedules got kiboshed. Your kids were sent home. No school, no spring break, no March break. Now you're homeschooling. Like that is the loss of routine. You're dealing with the loss of routine and you don't know what to do. A lot of us have now lost, you know, I, I lost routine. I lost the routine of getting up every day, going to work, going to an event afterwards, meeting up with my husband, having a drink. You know, that was my routine. That is what I did Monday to Friday. I was extremely busy. I didn't have time to talk to anybody on the phone. Now all I do is talk on the damn phone, but that's another story. Please, people, stop calling me. I swear I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I love you for calling me. You guys know who you are. But, you know, it's just, it's a loss of routine. I've completely lost my routine. And it's it's tough. It's tough because in my brain, I don't have an end date to this. A lot of people are believing what, you know, the government and things like that have, have put lockdown till a certain date. To me, it will probably continue for longer than that. Just because now when I see somebody, I don't know if I'm going to want to hug them. I don't know if I'm going to want to get close to them. You know, there's now this, this, this barrier, um, of should I really be in close contact with anybody after this is over? So that's kind of one of the concerns that I have and the loss of routine. I don't even know what a routine is. <laughs> I have people messaging me at all times of hours and going, is this even appropriate? I'm like, I don't know. Is it? It's quarantine time. I don't know what time is one o'clock or not. Like, I <laughs> I kid you not. I almost opened a bottle of wine at 830 because job, my job was irritating me. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, can I can I even drink? And I messaged a friend online and she's like, Hannah, it's it's uh, we're in lockdown. There's no rules. And she sends me a picture of her glass of wine and it was like 9 a.m. So <laughs> there's no rules. All routine has been thrown out the window and it's hard. Okay. It is hard to get back. I've now, this is week four for me. I've now somewhat have a schedule, but we'll get to that at the, a little later on in the episode. Number two is where I kind of stuck for a while, which is loss of safety and security. I was really anxious 
Like, I mean, extremely anxious to go outside. I didn't want to go outside. I still don't really go outside. It's just, I look outside my window like a 95 year old lady and watch people roam freely through the streets of Toronto and wondering why they aren't wearing masks or gloves. But that's just, that's, I can't, I can't. It, they just get me like hyperventilating. Like, I'm getting concerned right now. So, I was somebody who I felt the loss of security. My anxiety was up the roof. I was somebody like I'd go to bed and I'd be sitting in bed and I'd feel like like an elephant was on my chest. Like I couldn't breathe. Like I was literally freaking out. I was like, oh my God, what if somebody in my family gets this? What if I get this? I need to wash everything. And I've, I've literally, you have no idea the measures that happen when somebody in my household needs to leave. When they come back in, I'm like a Nazi. I'm seriously a Nazi. Take this off. I wipe everything down and like I make sure they go shower and like it's just you know, I feel the panic when I go outside. It instantly flushes me because I don't understand how everybody's catching this. I still don't get it. I thought it was airborne for like about two weeks. I'm like, this has to be airborne. So I didn't even want to go outside because I thought just going outside, I would, I would get this. I've thankfully with a lot of, you know, coaching from my family members and people telling me, you know, Hannah, it's okay. You can't go outside. I've gone outside once every week. And that's just like to go to Walmart or to go to the supermarket. Nothing. I've social distancing is so real in my household. I don't want anybody over. Somebody got offended because I said I didn't want them over, but I don't really give a flying, you know, because this is the safety of my household and I'm going to protect it to the best of my abilities. And if that means everybody needs to stay away, then that's what it is. That's what it is in my house. And I, it does, I don't care what you think. Um, because I don't feel safe or secure at all. From this, especially how the media portrays it, this why I don't watch the news, um, of how so many people have lost their lives due to negligence and lack of hygiene or sanitation. So that is what number two looks like, which is loss of safety and security. So if you're somebody that lost their routine and you felt it, and then you lost your safety and security and you felt it, then hey, you're on the right path. You're not alone. <laughs> this is how a lot of people are feeling. And... I, I walk with you because I'm there right now. I I have to go out next week and I'm already dreading it. Right now it's Sunday before before this airs and I have to go out next Saturday and I'm concerned. I'm literally concerned. And this is so many days that away. I can only imagine how I'm going to feel like, but I have to trust in my abilities and in my, you know, keeping away and making sure that I'm following all the guidelines that it, the healthcare professionals are setting out for us that I, I will be okay and that nothing's going to happen. And so the third one is loss of life. So this one, I was there last week. So it's, I can't hang out with my friends. I can't go to parties. I can't go to networking events. I do not know when I'm going to go on stage again. Any speaking event that I've had for April and May have been postponed or canceled until further notice with no date. You know, that's that's the reality for a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends that are DJs, a lot of them that are designers, the hairdressers, the nail people, we're hurting right now. Like we are seriously hurting. And this is step three, which is loss of life because we don't have another avenue, like another date available to us when we'll be able to return to the things that make us happy. And, you know, shout out to, to all my hospitality workers. I know you guys felt it first. So you're in my heart big time. If you guys don't know, I worked in hospitality for seven years. So I know a ton of people in the industry right now that got sent home 
from the jump. Before many of us got sent home, these guys were, were seeing the numbers decline. So, you know, we're, we're loss of life. We can't do the things that we used to do for fun anymore, which include restaurants and bars and go to the movies and go to the mall. Like somebody tell me they're not missing this because I'm missing it. Like I, I want to go to the mall. I'm so upset. <laughs> Just to walk at this point. I don't even have, I don't even have the cash flow to be going to the mall at this point, but you know, it's, it's loss of life. You're missing it. I know holidays are coming up. Mother's Day is a big one. Easter just passed by. These are big ticket items that we're normally out and about. And this year, they're going to look different. Summertime is going to look different. So we have to mourn these things. I'm somebody who's a firm believer of feeling the feels. I had a, a small video about this. I'm going to touch it here. It's all right. It's all right to feel sad. It's okay to cope however you can, whether it's by doing challenges online or going on TikTok or baking banana bread. Honestly, though, well, please stop tagging me your challenges because I'm not going to do them. But if this makes you happy, tag me, please do it. But don't expect me to do them because I literally get tagged in like seven of them a day. So, you know, I, I can't keep up with the challenges. Like getting out of bed is a challenge <laughs> on most days. But, you know, we're all coping, we're all grieving something that we lost, whether it's physically or emotionally because of the pandemic. And I think that's totally valid. I think that's totally valid and that you're allowed to feel this way. I've seen a lot of things online, a lot of mixed messages, which, you know, in a sense does hurt me, which is why I didn't really want to talk about it. But you, you listening to me right now, my fellow listener, shout out to the 10 people that listened to me before I wake up. I don't know who you are, but I effing love you always been there the 10 lessons since I started I don't know who these people are but you know you guys keep this going and it's okay to feel it it's okay to feel the feels because now that I felt you know loss of routine loss of safety and security loss of life I have the only option is to keep moving like I have to keep moving there's nothing I can do about my routine loss there's nothing that I can personally do about my safety and security that's beyond the means of my hands. Like I can make my home safe and secure. I can sanitize everything. I can go outside with the proper gear, but I can't do anything above that. I can't help people from stopping this thing to getting to them. I can't, I don't have that power to. And you know, the loss of like special events and things that I enjoy doing, there's nothing I can directly do for that unless it's online. So which comes to another point, I'm having a three-part event series online. The first one is April what is it, Thursday? It's this Thursday. The, it's linked in my Instagram. If you guys want to show up, it's free. You can see me on camera. Yay, I know you guys want to. Um, <laughs> so go check it out. I have a couple spots left. If it's sold out by the time that you click it, send me a quick DM and you know we can work something out. It is, a, it is complimentary, just register only, but I want to keep it a certain number because I've never done an online event before, so I don't know what this is like. Bear with me. We're all learning together. But if that's what I'm doing to kind of feel normal, you know, I'm having Instagram lives with people. I'm taping the podcast. I'm having virtual events. I'm going shout out to all the DJs that have been dropping tracks on Instagram live. Like you guys make my evenings. So this is kind of what I've been doing to keep normal. I understand that right now everything is a clusterfuck. Yep, I said it. And we don't know when things are going to get back to normal or what the new normal is going to be like. And that's okay because so many people have been through this moment that we're struggling with right now as a, as the world 
on different times. I've been in the dark myself so many times. What the heck is going on here? I don't know whether I'm coming or going. And I just keep going because even when it's great, even when it's dark, you got to take the step. You got to move forward and you got to plan your life accordingly to what you have in front of you. It may not look like the life that you want. Yeah, well, you know, I'd re- next pandemic, somebody remind me I'm going to the Caribbean and renting a house with a beach and all of that because <laughs> I live in an apartment with no one, with no balcony and I'm crying right now. But, you know, it's, it's what I have right now. It's what I have and I'm doing my best to keep the fun alive in my home and to keep it in yours as well. As always, I want you to know that you can reach out to me if you want to talk, if you want to hang out, if you're feeling anxious, already so many people do, that we could talk it out because I can identify feeling the feels and I can assure you, I can promise you that you are going to be okay. You got that? You're going to be okay. This too shall pass. We will come out winners and at the end of this, this is going to be like a distant memory that we're going to remember and then maybe like cry a little just a little (laughs) right because i shoot i know i will as always i want to thank you for listening to me and for rocking with me i love you this is your girl advice from hannah coming at you from her bedroom studio in toronto sending you much love bye